Hey guys, welcome to part two. <laughs> Hi there, welcome to Chili's. Part two, take two. Yeah. Part two, take two. Hello everybody, welcome to the second episode of the Have You Met Ted podcast. I'm your host, Jared Hayson. With me this week I have Josh. Good evening. I have Jade. <laughs> oh, lovely. And I have Michael. Hey guys, it's me. Yeah. Uh, Kayla's sitting in the corner hey somewhere. Guys, not going to say anything. And Rich is currently sitting outside, questioning life. Mm, <laughs> indeed. So... Um, I said I'd have guests on this week, as you can clearly see. Um, yeah. few rules. Yeah, as here, whatever. Uh, few rules before we get started. Number one. Yeah. Any... I heard funerals. Yes, yes. Few, a few, a few, <laughs> a few rules before a few we get started. funerals before we get started. Um, My fish died. We should just do like, whose lines are anyway games. Well, and in all fairness, I, you suggested to me last time you came over that we do that on, probably the, I like, on the YouTube That'd channel. That'd be pretty fucking good. I've talked to Jade about it, I've talked to Rich about it. Rich seems to be opposed to the idea that I want him to be the Drew Carey figure. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just thought it fits. <laughs> well, I think, no. well, considering that you're the, the host of this... You should be. Yeah, yeah, that's what probably I was thinking. But then yeah. Jade was saying that she doesn't really have the improv skills to to do improv. it. Yeah. So well, that, I, that's what makes it funny. <laughs> One person like, being like, in, all, in, all, in all fairness, <laughs> I would probably <laughs> separate the straw from the wheat. <laughs> See, I think with that, there's a couple of things I'd want first. Number one is I'd want more than one camera. That's a multi-camera. Come yeah. on, guys. Yeah. It's yeah. Matthew McConaughey. Kayla. Kumon. Kumon, guys. No, yeah. This is reference. That is a, that is a multi-camera setup video, yeah. which I am not... Like, hopefully later in the year we'll be able to do that, but right now, like, probably yeah, not. Yeah. I o- Legitimately, I only got a tripod yesterday. Well done. For the for for oh all the pro, it's still oh it's still progress. It is. Yeah. It is like for it's the a construction. For, yeah. for all the videos that like have fixed camera on my channel before this, I was mm. using a drum stand that came off a set of bongos, <laughs> and blue tacking my phone to it yep. to record to video shit yep. because I'm very low budget, incredibly low budget. Yeah, Fair enough. Like hmm. so low budget that I didn't even pay for the drum stand. I nicked it off my father, it's... who's been wanting it back for the past three years. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like Tomska. He says it doesn't matter. Like if you have like rubbish equipment or whatever, he says just do it. Yeah. If you have an idea, just like get out there, make it happen, and then you can just do it again later when you're better. You True. Know, like, just do it. Anyway, we have some funerals to get to first. Indeed. Anyway, um, first rule is that any of the views and opinions expressed by everyone does not represent fucking shit because everyone's so PC this day that I have to say this garbage because everyone takes offence to fucking everything. Apart from that, we don't talk about religion because it makes people awkward and yeah, that's really it. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, like, in some ways, I don't know why. Like, you would think... 
with us being so accepting these days of like people's sexuality and all that, you think we'd be a bit more accepting of religion, but no one wants to talk about it. No, people are willing to have conversations no, about sexuality. No, accepting about religion, it's just people, uh, when people talk okay, about religion, let's, it quickly let's, turns into convert let, me. Let's just yeah. shut that down now yeah. so we don't yeah, start yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah? Sounds good to me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yes, in this show, we basically just ramble on for an hour, hour and a half, which we've been doing now for the past five minutes. And sneezes included. Yes, yes. For free. Yes, unedited For apart from free. the occasional bleeps. Free. <laughs> For free. A small, a small bug just crawled inside her nose. <coughs> oh God. <coughs> that's like five in a row or something. <laughs> Dude, she's she's possessed. That's like three sneezes. Yeah. You're gonna die. <laughs> yeah. Well, there is a potential that if you keep sneezing so long, you'll actually be unable to inhale. To the point where you will actually die, because every time you sneeze, your heart stops. So, I, like whenever you hear um, the things about like all those people where they just like have sneezing wow. fits for like, I guess years, my body really is trying to know, kill itself. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like their sneezes don't sound like normal sneezes because you've sneezed so many times that I, your body, I think, like changes the way you sneeze, sneeze so that it can continue what? sneezing. Probably yes. Actually, it kind of makes me wonder what is the like what is the Guinness World Record for their most amount of sneezes continuously? They they've got records for everything fucking else. There must but be a record for that. How would you record that because they're so unpredictable? Like, can people force sneezes? I'm yeah, someone's so. like, hey guys, hey guys, get the record book, get the record books out. Hold on, hold on. Ah, fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, also, and also, the people who have these sneezing fits, like, they don't go to Guinness and say, like, oh, hey, I've been continuously sneezing for the past, like, two years. Because yeah, they're too they're busy just... sneezing. Well, because, yeah, no, because they're, like, constantly sneezing. And because it, it just happens. They have no idea when it's going to begin. They have no idea when it's going to stop, you know? It's, it, it actually must be pretty shit to just be constantly sneezing all day, every day. I yeah. would imagine, yes. Like that guy that constantly orgasms, except somehow they... I was about that. to bring up orgasms. Hey! <laughs> great yeah. minds, no. Neither of us yeah. have great minds. Hey! <laughs> that went somewhere. <laughs> that was just flat out rude. No, but just to, even, even if it's something cool, to just do something constantly, all day, every day, it's, it can't be good. People have shit to do. Yeah, mm. I kind of find, like, that would be mm. something that, like, if you could, if you literally were just sneezing the entire time, that's probably something you could go to, like, the IRD for and get, like, a benefit mm. for. Like, get money for, like, being unable <laughs> to you, work. Yeah, you would not be able to work if you were no. sneezing all the time. Yeah. Could you just imagine, like, playing video games and sneezing all the time? You'd spend more time in the pause menu than playing the actual game itself. <laughs> or dying. <laughs> or dying. Yes. Very, st- just, like, staggered rhythm as your yeah, hand yeah, just kind of, like, jolts forward. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, like, and, and randomly fires rounds into the wall when you sneeze. <laughs> like, you're, you're playing COD online and you just see someone, like, slowly jolt into frame and then jolt out again. Like, like, have you have you ever seen the music video for the White Stripes hardest button the button? No. It's like liter- legitimately, it's just like boom, 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 boom across the screen, like as the song's going on for each thump of the bass drum. It's just like it it adds another thing. So literally, be like that. Yeah. And by the end, and by the end of it, you just appear. Everyone, right. everyone's asking like, bro, are you lagging? And you're like, nah. <laughs> no, no, nah. I'm just having a sneeze. Oh, that reminds me. No, nah, just having a sneeze. We were playing, uh, me, Lexi, and another friend were playing Team Fortress sneeze. 2 the other night, right? And there's a six-year-old playing the game, and the six-year-old is voice chatting 
with a whole bunch of old people. Yeah, but enough about yourself, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't voice chatting. I was like saying, Alexi, do not get involved with this voice chat because you will be hounded. And this six-year-old was going like, hi, everybody, I'm six. And everyone's like, because his name was Matthew. Oh, hey, Matthew, what's up? Oh, you should accept my Steam friend request, man. And I'm just like... These guys are fucking creepy as hell for wanting to friend a six-year-old on Steam, of all places. Like, I didn't even know why the six-year-old was playing TF2. I didn't even know if he's got good parents, for all I know. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I understand... I mean, you never really he's know on... if anyone's got good he's... parents. Well, he's six-year-old and on Steam. He's six-year-old. Yeah, he's six years old and he's on Steam. It's like, bro, like, go back to fucking colouring in dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to listening to your wiggle shit. Oh wait, I still do that and I'm 20. Nearly 21. Yeah, don't remind me. I hate being reminded I'm nearly 21. I hate being reminded any time my birthday's coming you're up. you're an old cunt. Yes, I'm old. That band that dress up as um, uh, Ned Flanders, all of them, they're Ned Flanders. <laughs> Why isn't there like 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 a like a, a fucking joke metal band that are the Wiggles, and they just dress up as the Wiggles? I like, don't know, but that actually sounds that, like something we should do. That's a better idea than dressing up as Ned fucking Flanders. Well, I think, like. but I think the thing is, Ned Flanders is a more iconic figure around the world, whereas the Wiggles, like, uh, really yeah. are only known by like, like mainly are only known by people in Australia and New Zealand. They do have an international <laughs> following. Stop. I say like a lot, by the way. I don't know why. Am I... more, than, more than me. It's because yeah. you've been, I don't know, conditioned. I have no idea why I do it. Yes, I love to condition Jared. When... Love to rub it into yeah. his hair. Yeah, you just grab you grab the word like inked onto a piece of paper and then just scrub it into his head. Um, out of and all that's... the people that need conditioning. <laughs> yeah, it's probably Michael. He's got the longest hair in the room. I condition my hair never because it just goes flat and it's fucking... Annoying. I use a two-in-one. I, I probably should because I, I want it. I should probably do it I don't condition my hair. Let's make sure that the phone screen doesn't go off so we don't have to do this a third time. Um, no, I don't condition my hair. I don't think I've conditioned my hair. But also I find that um, if I probably did condition my hair, especially when I have it longer, it legitimately just goes flat. When I get out of the shower, I cannot like spike it or anything. That's why you condition it. No, if I condition it... <laughs> It go. It, I can't do that with my hair, which is part of my look. Does it? It doesn't add that. Looks like a fucking homeless person. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Your your look. Mm-hmm. Mm. Your look is unbrushed. Yeah. yeah. No, but I like bowl and brush. I, I shower Jared, every day. Thanks your, very much. Your look is the look that a musician, when the hair is as long as yours, after they've just come off stage and are like super sweaty. Mm. Not that you have sweaty <laughs> hair, but black you, sweat. You, it's like that, but you lack the sweat. You have that air as if you've just done something really important. But, I... you, but you're, like, not sweaty. Oh, and that's why no people after. like you. You never do anything important, but you, like... Look you like have... you. <laughs> <laughs> but Solid you look like you do. He's the perfect villain. He has an ominous air about him. It makes people respect No, this him. is, like... Everyone has... Like, I've had some people who... The way that I look, I like, because I don't feel that I should do any other look, because I feel that everyone else does... Like, everyone else who makes an effort to look like something all looks the same anyway. You like, don't look different to anyone else, Jared. Well, I feel I do. Yeah. And if that, and if you don't agree with that, then I don't care. The thing about that is it becomes... You wear becomes... t-shirts and jeans. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about the 
the clothes. I'm talking about like my hair. Rich is getting <laughs> really sure excited about that. I'm sure unbrushed homeless people out there. Yeah, his name's Shaggy from Scooby Doo. No, but with, with having Except your you do way look. less weed. No, Shaggy's not a stoner. Even the guy who came out and yeah. the guy who plays Shaggy came out and said that Shaggy isn't a stoner. What okay, the, how does, what does he know? It's the guy. He's the guy who voices Shaggy. What yeah. it is that it's more of an in joke. Is that it's like. It's made to think that, yeah, he's a yeah. stoner and he's oh fucking boy, high the whole I'm glad the caveman's in there and we're out here and we're in there and he's frozen <laughs> and we're out and there. And we're the caveman. And we're the caveman and we're out here. Yeah. But what I want to know in is all, where's the caveman? In all fairness to the guy who plays Shaggy in those two live action films, he's probably the best part oh, of those two live he's action glorious. films. He's glorious. Yeah. Like, like... Freddie Prince Jr. as Fred is, is like it's casting is, genius is to the name. Casting genius. Sarah Michelle Gellar as um, Daphne. Yeah, nah. like hit on this. Nah. Um, I, I thought it worked pretty well because that's the whole thing that they're going for with her. Like it helps that she's married to Freddie Prince Jr. in real life. Wait, like, in the uh, in the early years one, like when they're all teenagers and stuff, doesn't is it? Haley Kyogo? Yeah, she plays Velma. But yeah, because I was trying to remember, because I remember seeing her like dressed up as it, but I couldn't actually think of it. Yeah, the problem with her. those ones is that they came out after the original two live action, and oh, the yeah. problem I have with those is that they're like, if you thought that the first two live action ones were bad, those are just garbage, a garbage truck on fire. They are so terrible. I, I, there's two? There's two? Yeah, there's two. For some reason, they thought... I've the... seen the one, like, with the postal stamps and things, with, like, the teacher, like, the, the, the time capsule. With I, I don't know that one. I refuse to watch them because... The one... For... Scrappy-Doo. Yeah. Scrappy-Doo! Like, Scrappy-Doo! In all fairness, the first live-action Scooby-Doo is really good. You know, Rowan Atkinson's in it. You know, there's a whole bunch of really funny moments in it. I need to watch them again. I've barely... I've forgotten all the plot. Yeah, if you just, if you just want to waste, like, an hour and a half, yeah. Just go watch the Scooby Doo. And do you know what's really cool is if you have the DVD version, they have um cast commentary. Oh, so they've fuck. so they've got Freddie Prince, Sheriff Michelle Gale, the girl who plays Velma, I can't remember her name, Matthew Lillard She's who plays cute. Shaggy. They've that's them doing the commentary and it's actually fucking interesting. like that is probably one of my favourite I wish all films did cast commentary, because that's one of that's so cool to kind of hear the casts. It's like on the Incredibles, um, uh, uh, like if you buy the DVD thing where it comes with the um, the bonus, like yeah. extra stuff on the other disc, and it's that animated short where they get Samuel L. Jackson and the guy who plays Mr. Incredible to uh, do commentary over that like really shitty cartoon. Oh yeah, they, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, I have seen that. that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like shit like that. Yeah. Eat like no. that's just a joke. But if you actually get the actors yeah. to like talk about their characters as the shit, you know, as it's going down, like Like could you that's a, could you imagine a f- like could you, if Infinity War when it comes out on Blu-ray, <laughs> like getting the whole cast of Infinity War to do a commentary. No, no, no. What just just lock Chris Evans in a room. And just he just has to watch it, and he's not allowed to stop talking. If he does, he doesn't get paid for Infinity no, War. No, better yet, get Samuel L. Jackson to do commentary on Infinity War, and the entire time's like, motherfucker, why am I in this film? Him, Samuel L. Jackson, and Chris Evans locked yeah. in a room together. Neither of them get paid unless they speak. Yeah, see, I they have a quote of words per minute. Yeah, yeah, they actually have to say anything, or otherwise they like get shot. <laughs> By the Kevin Feige's just in there with a with a shotgun, just being like, "Get a fucking." Linda Cardellini is Velma. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was in that terrible daddy's home. And Neil home. Fanning is Scooby-Doo. Neil Fanning. Yeah. That's just an unfortunate name. <laughs> like, I'm sure the guy's got a lot of talent, but that's just a... She's, like, hot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she, she's she like... She was, for certain. I, um, she was in um, Legally Blonde. I watched that last night. She's in Daddy's Home, which I when I saw that... I saw that in a crappy little rundown theatre in a town called Caloundra in Australia, and I was the only one not laughing. <laughs> like, everyone else in the <laughs> cinema was laughing, and I was just, like, not finding this funny. But in all fairness, a lot of those American comedies I don't find funny. I went and saw Spy, like, a couple of years ago with, like... Uh, what is it? That girl from Mike and Molly is in it. Oh, shit. Yeah, and yeah. I just remember... Um, shit, I forget her Jude Law's in it as well. Yeah. Um... And, and a few I others Jason Statham yeah and I just remember walking out of that film like I was she, was a, um, she was in Ghostbusters eh yeah Melissa yeah. McCarthy yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Melissa McCarthy fantastic I knew it was an M but I want to say like Megan yeah, or something yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I remember yeah. walking out of that film and I was with a friend at the time just turning my friend and going and I was actually with my friend and her mum and just thinking like those two were going oh yeah that was really funny and I'm just like it was crap I watched a trailer yeah. for it it looked like shit and do you it was know okay yeah. Yeah. do you know what was worse the next day I went and saw the Minions film <laughs> I am sorry for your loss. In all fairness, though, no. And then you're like, Spy is my favourite film. Oh, Spy was far better than Minions. But the only reason I went and saw Minions was because at the time I was an intern at one of the radio stations here in New Zealand called The Edge. And I had to work the door. I was giving out donuts. Oh, yeah. And if I did it, I got to see the movie for free. So I bought my friend with me because she stayed over the night. And we went and saw it, and I just remember think, saying to her on the car ride back, I've seen two shit movies in two days, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> like, Jared, Jared, learning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, learning. But learning. actually, it's really funny, because my favourite movie of all time is is considered to be very bad. What is that? Thunderbirds. Oh. The 2004 live action film. The one with what? the little... Yeah. A lot of people don't like it. Oh, the live action one. Not the yeah. live action Thunderbirds one. Yeah, from 2004. With Bill Paxton, it's got uh, Ben Kingsley in it, um, and Vin- oh, Vanessa wow. Hudgens is in it. Yeah, yeah, no, I, 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 yeah. I watched it. Yeah, I, I remember watched... nothing about it, but I have seen it at least. It is one of it is my favorite film of all time because primarily for nostalgia reasons because I'm a massive Thunderbirds fan. Yeah, I think so. But I saw that when I was when it came out in like 2004, so I was about seven or eight oh, at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I saw it in the theater. I fucking love it. Yeah, yeah. But. If you go and read the reviews, like, it got slapped. Oh, yeah, it wasn't good. I watched it when I was, you know, like, conscious of critical thought and didn't like yeah. it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, admittedly... I, I was just, like, young. It. And it was just it was just something oh, to entertain you. It was like, oh, yeah, yeah. a movie, you know? Like, yeah. I did watch I've it again. I've just seen the first four Harry Potter films. Yeah, I know. I can't believe that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you went further with, with What's-His-Face with the films. Yeah. Oh, lovely. But like, they don't have the next four on Netflix, so I just haven't been fucked watching the rest. That's just there. Why don't they? Okay. Every, Probably licensing. Every, everyone. Of Charlotte. Now th- this and should be this should be this should be a moviegoer's like me. binding oath is that everyone, if you want to call yourself like a moviegoer, needs to see the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yep. I disagree. We were planning on doing a marathon of it, but it never happened. It's not even just for the story, but actually for. Like, the cinematography. Yeah, the cinematography. It's a legendary it's, film. Those films it's have aged. Those films have aged better I, than yeah. most other films that I've ever seen. Like Terminator Two: Judgment Day has aged spectacularly as well. Like films like that that can age yeah. so well are just glorious. I, I agree in the sense that 
the Lord of the Rings films are a spectacular piece of filmmaking and hold up to this day. Yeah. But I do not agree with the idea that to call yourself a movie guy, you need to have watched those films. Because I have not watched all of them, right? Or at least I've watched bits and pieces. I've watched the first one in full because I like the first one. The second and third one, I just can't do it. I can't make it through them. Um, but that seems to be a common theme with me because I got bored through watching the first Hobbit, right? The, Hob- and, the Hobbit is understandable, though. It's not as good. And then another big film, which everyone says is one of the biggest movie events of all time, Avatar, after half an hour, I wanted to blow my brains out. Really? Yeah, I found it so boring. Now, with The Hobbit compared to The Lord of the Rings thing, is The Lord of the Rings trilogy in itself was at a time... Like, the Lord of the Rings trilogy, in itself, it was at a time in which it was taken completely seriously. It wasn't done for the marketing. It wasn't done True. to fulfill yeah. Some, yeah. It was a, some expectation. Yeah. It was done as a passion project by yeah. a dedicated Sorry. fan. It was a glorious yeah. time for and films. I do feel that The Hobbit was, was made was, for money. Yeah, The Hobbit was made. Peter Jackson didn't want to do it. Guillermo no. del Toro should have done it. I really would have loved to see him do it. Peter Jackson did it instead. Well... And then... It is still, it is still um, uh, in the content of the actual film, the, the, the Hobbit trilogy, stylized and presented in almost the same manner as the oh, yeah. trilogy. It's, still lo- it's a very it's attractive just, film. It's just very on its feet for yeah. a modern audience, the, rather yeah, than yeah, yeah. allowing you to ponder over every single moment. Well, I it think, continues. I think yeah. And in the words of Bilbo Baggins, it is like butter scraped over too much bread. Well, I think Straight up. There's three yeah. issues with the Hobbit trilogy. Number one, it was only originally supposed to be two films, not yeah. three. And it which, should have been... Which like, it should have stayed at two. Yeah. No, I, th- I think it should have been four. No. 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 It almost no. goes too quickly. No, because I think... I think the reason they stuck at it to originally was because I think Peter Jackson knew that two was going to be the perfect amount to tell the story. I think three was a move done by New Line and Warner Brothers to try and make more money right out of it. Second thing, as you said, Peter Jackson did not want to do them. No. He was bought back because he did Lord of the Rings and because of the style he did Lord of the Rings, they wanted that for The Hobbit to make it consistent. And number three, those films were filmed at a very high frame rate, 48 frames a second versus 24, which is very disorientating when you go watch it in the theatre because our eyes aren't used to it. And I think that drew a lot of people out of it as well. Mm. I think when you topple all those things on top of it, that is an issue, or the three probably main issues with the Hobbit trilogy that a lot of... I think mainly a lot of the issues is a story. Yeah, yeah, for me it was just... the, The first one I really liked Unexpected Journey. I really did. And then I wanted to like the other two, but just didn't. Like, Desolation and Five Armies, those two are just bad for me. Five Armies, um, out of the original trilogy, my favourite is Two Towers. And then in the third one, my favourite is Five Armies. That's because yeah. you like battles and shit, though. Yeah. No, but like, you, this is, you like Transformers. This is the guy who likes stuff. This no, is the guy who likes Star Wars Episode 2. Oh, That's about, his favourite no, Star Wars. Okay, now, but I actually, I really didn't like um, all of the, the enemies in The Hobbit. I thought all of them were just very abstract and it didn't, like, I, I just couldn't bring myself to actually dislike them just because they were so odd. Yep. You know, they, they, they didn't seem evil. They just seemed quirky, you yep. know. But with the battles in that, it was... The reason that um, the characters interacting with each other as the battle progressed... Uh, it had more of like a... They were more of a fellowship than the fellowship were. They, you know, they saved each other. They worked hand in hand as they fought, you know, against the forces of evil. The fellowship 
whenever they fought enemies, they were divided, and it was always each character was in a single shot doing his own thing. But I like in that. the Hobbit. There's much more unity between the dwarves, and the dwarves are truly held together, you know, cemented I, at the, their feet. This is only at first, though. You need to bear in mind because by the time yeah. you get to Towers and Return of the King, they are fighting. Like Legolas and Gimli have such a good like fluidity between their combat yeah. as well, and Aragorn and you know they they help each other in between the fights as yeah. well. Yeah, and I think also but it's portrayed over uh, too great a time. It's too long between these moments that are occurring. Mm. You know, the the thought of them being brothers in arms uh, isn't thrust upon you as the viewer. It's not immediately reminded with pretty much every single time they're fighting you have to remember it yourself but i think also and as as the viewer of a story that isn't your role what i like about the fellowship in the original the range trilogy is that because they are so divided because they all want that fucking ring right that all you know that the desire of the ring is the thing that's driving them apart and i like that because it creates conflict between them but also, in a way, when you actually look at it, they all help each other out. Like, the Fellowship still help each other out in the later films because when you think about it, Aragorn and Legolas and Gimli, you know, they are distracting the orcs and all that shit so that Sam and Frodo can get the fuck in there, you know? In a, you know, they may not be helping them by being with them, but they're helping them indirectly by doing what they need to do. And then, and then of course... They're taking the Hobbits to Isengard! (laughs) And also, in, and obviously, The Return of the King, Aragorn's famous line for Frodo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, that's, it's the whole reason that they're even out there is... But in all fairness, you can't... So that the Fellowship actually, like, prevails, that the ring is cast into Mount Doom. Yeah. But you also get the feeling that, like, when he said that, he probably was assuming Frodo was going to die. (laughs) <laughs> like, 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 and a lot of people in the film are just like, lol, Frodo could be dead. Yeah, like, yeah, we have exactly. no idea. We have no idea where he is. Like, what, what I find really funny is like, if things had turned out differently, he could have said for Frodo, and Frodo could already be dead in a ditch without yeah. ever getting the ring to Mordor. Yeah, like, which I find like just really bizarre. They must have been able to maybe read the patterns of um, Sauron's eye, you know, suddenly turning to towards yeah. the the Wilderland. One, one of my favourite family guy cutaways is it cuts away and Sauron's like, I've lost my contact lens! Where is it? Has anyone seen it? Nobody move! It's fallen off the tower. Yeah. Can someone pick it up, please? Like, just a massive contact lens falling off the tower. At the bottom, all these orcs just go slam. <laughs> oh, man. No. But in all fairness, I can't stand the second and third Lord of the Rings films. I can't watch them. Which is kind of a shame in a way. No, they do, they do have their dull stuff. Like, some people really don't enjoy like some of the long dreary moments like the the ants talking about yes. their ant moot while Helm's Deep is going on everyone wants to go back to Helm's Deep and the ants are just like anything in ant speak takes a very long time to say and yeah. everyone in the cinema who can't you know like they're sit also, through that is just like ugh. they're really fucking long films too. they're like three hours each which at least if you don't have the extended ones yeah which like I think the extended hour for Return of the King is four and a half hours it is I'm, I'm not a binge watcher I'm a, I'm a film guy I would rather watch one really long film that just has a single story rather than watch like half hour contained cells of a story well in no, all fairness like, like 10 years ago 10 15 years ago it was very uncommon for a film to be two hours yeah. right now it's commonplace for a film to be two and a half three hours long 
right? Like back into like the beginning of the two thousands, if you had a two and a half hour long movie, like you would be like fucking surprised yeah. if that was the case. No one was making two and a half because we didn't. In some ways, it's kind of funny because we criticise humanity now for having really short attention spans, yet we have really fucking long movies now in comparison to 15 years ago. Mm. We, we also have um, our games have much longer stories. True, true. Well, but then again, mm. that's through... It's Well, uh, storytelling through these mediums has become more serious. It's actually yeah. taken a lot more seriously yeah. now that uh, games, television shows, movies, people actually now pay attention to the story and are invested in the characters at a level in which... Uh, the entertainment industry hadn't been previously playing on. Yeah. You know, they weren't playing on people's um, emotional connection to the content. They were just producing. But I think also with video games in particular, like, we now are at a point with the technology where, like, you can have fully cinematic video games. Mm. Everything is voice acted. You can have a 20-hour game, have this fantastic story, and be immersed Mm. the entire time, right? Whereas back in the, like... I cannot go back and play stuff like the original Legend of Zelda because, you know, graphic, you know, yeah. it's in this 8-bit style. You can't, like, if you're, you know, if you're of that time, the NES, stuff like that, you can obviously play that and enjoy that because that's when you were brought up. But for me now... It's it, it's almost abstract, yeah. the fact that it's so outdated. It's, yeah. it's a complete different shift from what it is that... Which is ironic because 8-bit games are coming back in, yeah. which really annoys yeah. me because I can't stand... I can hardly play 8-bit games. Yeah. Side-scrolls especially, I cannot stand side-scrolls half the yeah. time. Like, I got Song of the Deep on PS4 it's game by Insomnia and I played it for 15 minutes and it was just like I know this game's great but I can't stand side scrolls the, the only excuse to have a game for me that doesn't look good is that it is good is that the yeah. gameplay is good yeah. and that it makes you feel good as a player if yeah. it doesn't do either of those things then it you know I wouldn't put my time into which it. is really funny considering that Xbox and you know Xbox movers to launch the most powerful console ever in the Xbox One X because Ooh. graphics are more important than everything else which everyone's sitting there going no yeah. like <laughs> graphics help obviously yeah, tell yeah. your story but it, it's, gameplay it's, and the actual yeah. story itself needs to be up to scratch yeah. like yeah. R- like writers and coders yeah, yeah. but obvi- obviously like when um, graphical glitches within a game cause the most unrest yeah to you as a player yeah. like if something's game-breaking, obviously, you know, fuck that. But yeah. if something looks out of whack in a game that's super serious, it ruins the whole thing. Yeah. You can't get past it. No. It's really annoying. Jade, you should say something. You haven't said anything in a while. Sorry, you guys are talking... I don't have strong opinions what about would you like Lord to talk? of the yeah, Rings. Yeah, see, we don't want to overlap your voices with ours. True. Otherwise it clou- cl- clouds the audio for your listeners. Yeah. Kind of what would you like to talk about, Jay? Don't, don't put that on me. I'll slap the shit out of you. <laughs> I'm asking you, what would you like to talk about? Yes, and I am horribly indecisive and I'm really bad on the spot. Okay, um, so Jared's favourite film is the uh, 2004 Thunderbirds. Thunderbirds. Yes. Mm. Josh's favourite film, and we went over I, this earlier. I it's... have a few, but like, it, it always... Your all time. I go through phases, you see, of like, I'll watch one and be like, yes, this see. is it. I'll watch them and go, this is it. I have, like, a list, a misty list of, like, my top, you know, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten-ish. But, um, so, like, I'll always love Pan's Labyrinth from Guillermo del Toro. That film is just a masterpiece to me. You happy that he got a... a oh, yeah. Shape, do you guys see Shape of Water? No. No, I it's really It's fucking it. phenomenal. Uh, I've seen a lot of memes on it online Dude. since the Oscar win. Dude, it's an incredible film. Like, 
Hence, yes, they call it the correct film this time. It's a, it's a, yeah, <laughs> like yes, he, you, can, you can see the, like, the gif of him double checking the, the pamphlet when they hand it yeah. to him. He's like, I also read online that like they actually put labels on the envelopes this time, yeah, like in like bold lettering yeah. to make sure that they wouldn't screw it but up. Yeah, Shape of Water is an incredible film. Like it improves upon his formula in some ways. Like the villain in that film, oh, it's so good. Like um, Michael Shannon, you thought he was good as Zod. Fuck that. He is so much better in this. Michael, Michael Shannon is a credit. Um, I was gonna, my favorite film, or at least contested w- with something else, is Man of Steel. Mm. J- and, and not yeah. even just for the fact that it's, oh, hey, Superman's back. It's it's a marvel. And like, it's a, a good film presentation-wise. And it's, 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 it's a marvel, he says, of a DC film. You fuck. At least it's got no CGI, <laughs> yeah. you know, CGI removed. Moustache? Yeah, oh, I, could, I watched My, Justice League and that yeah. stuck out like a sore thumb. Oh. It was... Ugh. Stuck out My, like a Michael, big moustache. Yeah. Michael Shannon... <laughs> Michael Shannon as Zod brings a new element to the character that just makes more sense. And for me, as a moviegoer with previous knowledge of, you know, the original source material, what I like is to see uh, directors and, you know, the creative minds behind that take what someone else has made and not truly change it, but uh, renovate it so that it actually makes more sense. Mm. You know, that it's more relatable and that it has a closer touch and development to the character, you know. Who is the best Superman? Christopher Reeve, Brandon Routh, or Henry Cavill? I think Christopher Reeve. He was he was born to play that. Yeah, like, yeah. fuck. That guy was just like, walked in, they were like, oh, yeah. there he is. You know? Henry Cavill, in what? terms of the, the physical aspect that is um, you know, demanded being Superman, in terms of uh, the, the way he moves during fight scenes, the way he stands when he's Superman, Presentation-wise, though he presents himself, I would say he is the greatest Superman in terms of presence and the image. He is Superman, but in terms of acting skills, uh, I'm not saying he's a bad actor. He's, yeah, he's quite good at yeah. some and other stuff. But Superman, I think, is he talks more. He's a slightly bit more vibrant than you know the Clark Kent that we see you know through those mm-hmm. films. He's very, he seems more of an alien than a human, which is. You know, besides yeah. Superman's character, he's supposed to be a human. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I think Christopher Reeve's interpretation, his his Clark Kent was a lot more relatable mm-hmm. as a person. You you found Christopher Reeve's well, Superman a lot more relatable in as the a first character. Two. Not C- certainly, yeah. it's it's the same deal with like Spider Man, like Tobey Maguire. His Spider Man was okay, but his Peter Parker was so good because he was just the everyman. He was so yeah. relatable, you know, like Peter Parker. <sighs> You saw his struggle and you were like, yeah. I that can't guy's cool. stand Tobey Maguire as either Peter Parker or Spider-Man. No? no. Maybe it's just because of Spider-Man 3 soured that image for you. Not necessarily. I, I, for me, <laughs> my favorite... Tom Hardy as Venom. Who's fucking excited? I'm not. But, and the I, re- I love Tom see, Hardy and Venom is one of my like favorite comic book characters. It's let's like, just hope they don't fuck it up, shall we? Anyway, yeah. it, it, what else? It's going to be um, gritty and it's going to be like yeah, action-packed. Yes. Well, it's Venom. But it's Sony it's, behind it's it. Venom. And Amazing Spider-Man was... Sony. Yeah, so but so. Yeah. Well, I, I, um, well mm. I think they're going to take it down a different path. We should, we should. They're, they're going to play with it. And that's one can hope, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, Josh. But what else? Yes. Um, I also, so, so my favourite films sort of circle around different genres. Yeah. So, for, so Pan's Labyrinth is sort of my gothic horror-esque genre with Guillermo del Toro. Um... But I also have that my my superhero niche is really catered to by the Dark Knight 
because oh, yes. It, yes. It's, yes. it's fucking incredible. And like, unlike so many other superhero films, it just doesn't follow the formula of, oh, look, you need to be... I think I fell asleep watching that in cinema. You what? Just, you just, you just, <laughs> Blasphemy! To be fair, you would have been like a fetus at the time. Yeah. So. Um, which is exactly the reason. Because most of the film, you're kind of... Um, it's kind of just a play between the Joker and the Batman and then... Like, Over the soul of Harvey Dent. And yeah. then at the end, yeah. it comes to that yeah. head where Harvey Dent becomes Two-Face. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, so, it's so self-aware of the source material in such a beautiful way. Like the yeah. way that it doesn't like just be like, oh yeah, you're Two-Face now. It like makes the subtle reference to the name that he was given as a nickname by fucking Gordon's recruits yeah. at the, at the yeah. office. And it's never like inherently said, oh, by the way, you're this villain named Two-Face now. He just still is Harvey Dent, but he's got that certain... Yeah, it's, it's so well done. And it's just beautiful. It's the fact that you know he's Two-Face, so they're doing it in yeah. a much... They treat the audience yeah, yeah. like a smart person. Yeah, yeah. you like, know, you know he's two faced. There's a very distinct line between that's Flash right. and the. That's know, right. It, it's really yeah, funny that because one of the things because I studied media for a long time, one of the things that you are taught is that you need to go into making a film assuming the audience doesn't know sort of what is going to be in it. Right? Yeah, they yeah, don't sure. know the source material. Yeah. That film I really appreciate because the way that I like to make videos or make film is that I like to assume that the audience watching this is an intelligent audience That's right. that can infer information, maybe not necessarily from backstory, but can infer information from what's on screen. Yeah. I'm almost done. Okay, that's cool. good. Um, yeah, that's good. Yeah, so... And that's why I like about The Dark Knight. It actually infers that the audience right. is a smart audience right. and can you know and it takes you on this journey yeah also it takes Dark Knight Rises off it does true um, Dark Knight Rises it was still you good. have to admit but the fact that Batman is actually held down for most of the film they actually he, he, he takes a back seat to Bane that, that's the idea though Bane's supposed yeah. to break the bat that's, that's him while yeah. the Joker yeah. is the epitome that's of his, his villain and Dark Knight just completely obliterate but the reason Dark why Knight the rises. name is the Dark Knight Rises it's because he, Batman, he overcomes Bane no, not that he overcomes Bane but that he completely overcomes he becomes the ultimate Batman by the end of it is that he works like all, all the physical challenges that he faces while he's stuck in mm. the whole unit that's true constantly do that are uh, the mental game that Bane is playing <clears> with and Batman Batman is broken by Bane but he's the one holding himself he he rises above himself and he becomes a greater more powerful batman that is, that is true but however bane, it, 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 like thinking bane about it that at the way end is his test bane is am i ready am i ready to be batman fair enough but at the end the ending kind of ruins it though because he runs away to fucking italy or venice or whatever with catwoman and gives the batman cow to Just robin sure however he is normal police cop robin with no not Batman's training. Yeah. Like so Robin, Robin, I, don't, I can't remember what the cop's name is, was trained by the NYPD. Great, he knows how to use a gun. Batman was trained by the the, the, the head the of League the League of Assassins. Oh, League of Shadows, thank yeah. you. I keep saying League of Assassins. Rajal League of Shadows. So Rachel Gould, Rajal Gould, whatever. Rajal yeah. 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 Well, games and comics and movies. Anyway. Just say Liam Neeson. That guy. Get to the point. <laughs> I'm just going to say Rajal Ninja Liam Neeson. I'm comfortable saying Rach, so I'm going to say Rachel Gould trained sure. by Rachel Gould, the master of the League of Shadows, like the head. Train Batman. 
cop Robin knows nothing but how to fire a gun. So since he's Batman, he's not going to kill anyone with a gun. It's, he's Fox. It's just a nice aftertaste. It's the legend will continue. Yes, Batman yeah. no, will never. The, see, the legend will continue for like a week until Joseph yeah, dies. The whole point, the whole point of his um, martyrdom, the whole point was the martyrdom of them unveiling the Batman statue, and again. It, it rounded off to where um, Bruce Wayne said in Batman Begins, you know, the bat, the bat was supposed to be a symbol. Yeah. Batman could be anyone. Yeah. That was the point. And see, even with his death, no one knew who Batman was. So that was explicitly the point. For but people. you actually look at the production on that film. Christopher Nolan didn't want to do the third one. Fair. He actually did not want to do it. Who? Christopher Nolan, the director. He did not. He he was. He thought that the Dark Knight was the best he could make. It was well, fantastic. It was the best. It was the best. One of the best actors in the movie kind of died. Yeah. Well, yes, but that was you know even if it, he did it like it would still be one of the best movies, superhero. It's easily one of the best yeah. superhero movies on the planet. He I think it is the best. I mean, if, compare it to if you compare it to Avengers and everything, it's still better. Yeah, I don't. No, know, yeah. I don't know what can compare to the Dark Knight for me in terms of superhero. I don't, I don't think anything. Nothing. Nothing, nothing compares to it. Nothing. Man of Steel it. might be my favorite film, but it's interesting that like you yeah. talk about the Avengers like, in terms of greatest film moments, especially in the super uh, the superhero genre. Yeah. In the Avengers, at the end <laughs> when they assemble. Mm. That, that's, in a, that's an iconic movie. When they moment, assemble there, as it swings around them, as the camera does a full 360 around the Avengers, showing each one of them in their prime, ready to do battle against the forces of evil. That is... But again... It is the ultimate presentation. But the, way, I agree with that. that. The thing is... Can can I agree is, with that, but yeah, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be like, like they'll like have to rent like a helicopter to do a fucking... <laughs> yeah, like yeah. a bird's eye view <laughs> shot. <laughs> no, no, no. That, no they, they do that, though. They do a little bit of... No, but that's, men, they, that's yeah. why they've built the teams, is because, mm. you know, you have such a large cast now, it's that... The Avengers are they, they are no longer just a team. Mm. They they're an they're army, a family. They're a force. Well, no, that's as not they were, true. As they always they're were. They're not yeah. a family because Civil War broke them in half. And Civil and, Avengers. And and that's and, and what you've got to remember. I was reading and an article. That's why they're in teams. I was reading a, yeah. I was reading an article to uh, yesterday that said um, the Guardians of the Galaxy actually have an advantage over Thanos and going into Infinity War because they're actually a family. They've been through shit together and they and they come out stronger because of it. That is true. The Avengers are split in two, right? You've got, you know, Ant-Man, who's now off with the Wasp, right? Who's off doing his own thing. Uh, actually, the Wasp will be coming back during Infinity War. at the end Technically. Of the well, te- actually, no, technically... Because, like, the Ant- Ant-Man and the Wasp is after. a prequel mm. to... No, so they're Infinity not going to have Wasp in Infinity War, they've said, because they're going to save her for Ant-Man No, no, I mean, like, I mean, they're not going to have it in Infinity War. They'll, they'll have it in yeah. the second part, but that movie is a prequel to Infinity yeah, War. Oh, but, wouldn't... Um, Oh, the Wasp is like... Uh, well, we don't know, though, because we don't know what is going to happen at the end of Infinity. That's true. I mean, it's kind of like Justice League, where Superman wasn't going yeah. to be in its bunny ears for people now, listening. Now, I'm going to ask Josh this, because he has a good memory for this kind of thing. At the end of Guardians of the Galaxy 2, does Star-Lord... I have not seen Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Jared, at the end of Guardians no. of the Galaxy 2, does Star-Lord retain his god powers? No. No. Technically no. That's a very bad idea. Here's the thing though. Technically no, because his father's dead, that's the source of his power. However, he is still a demigod. Oh, and you know he's so he's demi-celestial. So technically, he should still have something because he is a celestial himself. I'd imagine he'll have something, but because they basically destroyed that planet, he's got no power. Well, technically, because ego was the source of the power, and then when they destroyed the planet, which was ego, the power vanished. But technically, since a part, a part of Ego passed through to Star-Lord, he Josh is technically a part of Ego, 
making yeah. him the power. Rich. So he'll have a limited version. <laughs> Josh hasn't seen Guardians. I don't, I don't care. I'm so sorry! No, dude, 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 dude. I don't care for spoilers of superhero films I know, because so. they're all the same to me except for the good ones like Dark Knight. Like Dark Knight. Like, I think... Because they're all the same. Oh no, there's a villain. We better fight the villain. Oh, we've gone through Winter. so much struggle. Win- oh, uh, we have won. Oh, Winter cool. Soldier. Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Oh, come great. on, give it some That is a great movie. movie. Yeah, he's on White Wolf now. Yeah. Yeah, they're, the they're, yeah, they're, re- they're renaming Winter soldier to white wolf in infinity war oh. he's he's no longer evil yeah that's fair enough but like he's not a soldier yeah. yeah well but in winter a- soldier is is the connotation of him being the villain the villain was the winter soldier yeah mm. like he's because now that they've cured him you know because um he's a and protector. given him a new power he's, pro- he's protect yeah, um, he's now the protector one of the protectors of wakanda now Wakanda so forever. They've given him Wakanda forever. But what I think is going to be really You're interesting is because <laughs> at the end of Civil War, um, Captain nice. America gives a phone to Tony saying, "If you ever need me, ring." Mm-hmm. Right? I still think that there's going to be a lot of fucking tension between the two factions of the Avengers going into Infinity War. Oh, well, imagine the the first Avengers. Everyone hated each other. They're going to do the same thing for Infinity War, and then they're going to get back together at the very, very end. And then Infinity War Part Two will be. How do we take down Thanos? Let's take down that's Thanos. Right. Let's uh, all die taking down Thanos. That's actually, right. Infinity War number one, they've pretty much given it away in the trailers as Thanos arrives. He takes two, he three just, stones. He, he's just like, okay, I can do whatever I want. And then the Avengers are, oh, all of us are being really but dumb. Remember, we should get together and kill Remember, this, this Infinity War is a single movie now. The sequel's not Infinity War anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a separate true. entity. So I actually honestly believe mm. that this will be Thanos' move and he'll probably die. Thanos. Yeah, I think he'll die. I'll take over. Like, the only bosses I can think of are the... Oh, Galactus, obviously. Mm. Uh, High Evolutionary is a powerful character, but I don't well, think as powerful e- as Thanos and Galactus. Either that, um, or Infinity War will end on some sort of cliffhanger. Well, I'm assuming that they'll end on either the group getting back together or people dying. Because even though Infinity War Part 2, which is not named that, they're yeah. calling it something else... It will still be a sequel. Do it you will think... still be the final okay. epic conclusion to Question. this. Question. You know, Do this you think story. Thanos will get all the, all the Infinity Stones by the end of Infinity War, yes or no? Don't, no. You see, don't you see him with the fully... No. In the new trailer, no. there was a new trailer that came out earlier today, and he's got two in the gloves, yeah. I think, in the because, new trailer. Because Loki hasn't given him the third one yet. Well, uh, well, Loki, Loki, Loki does give him the Tesseract. Yeah. Do but no, it's it, the trailer is cut in such a way where we're meant to believe it. Do you That's actually true. think? Do you actually think Loki will side with Thanos? Yes or no? No, he's in it for himself. He's going to side with Thor until Thanos Every is done. Every single Thor. He's going to side with Thor until Thanos is done. Thanos will die in Infinity War. Loki becomes the boss of the end one. It's oh, not again. Maybe. No, no, hold up, because in every single Thor film, and we've put this, Loki is the deceiver. He's never made peace with Thor. He's never joined his side. At the end of every single Thor film, it's always... Actually, no, Thor, 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 Thor Ragnarok, no. Yeah, I was going to say, Thor Ragnarok, yeah, yeah, they make peace. Like, yeah, it's like... They, they rekindle their brotherhood, but... Loki's, he's still a bad guy. Loki's never truly on the same page as Thor. They're in it for different reasons. They have different volitions as 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 powerful um, godlike beings. Small side note, may I just point out the scene where Doctor Strange made him fall and he just fell to the floor. He's like, I've been falling for thirty minutes. Is an amazing <laughs> scene. That was that, that was no, one of my favorite if, if you watch if you watch the new Infinity War trailer, um, yeah. he's um, not a god. Pe- he's an Asgardian. Magic Pe- is more. Pe- oh, he, he's the god of mischief. Yeah, yeah. If you he want- is a god. But not, you know, he's not the god of thunder or the god of death. He can't resist just falling into a hole. 
Yeah. He's he 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 he's actually a, a, a he's immortal. Oh no, he's immortal. He's a mortal being that simply knows how to use sleight of hand. Doctor Strange, in essence, is vastly more powerful. Because no, 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 Loki isn't a sorcerer. He's the god of mischief. No, he's, like, he's, he's not a god. He's an Asgardian. No, but I mean, like his his thing, like Thor, god of thunder. Hera, uh, Hela, god of death. No, 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 Loki. But, God of mischief. No, they, those, are the human, those are the humans' perceptions of them. Odin himself says, I'm not sure if it's... Oh, technically, yeah, but I mean, like, we'll we, view them as... That, that's we, what they are. We that's go what, down to them possible. like gods. None of them are gods. They can be killed by... No, that, that is true, but I mean, like, that's what we personify them as. So, like, what humans see them as. Like, he is the god of mischief yeah. to us. Because Doctor Strange has the magical capacity to incapacitate pretty much anyone on the Avengers team that he so wishes. He's he is Ama- might also Avengers. point out, imagine if Magneto was in the oh, Avengers okay. universe. <laughs> well, he would just well, devastate everything. Disney have, are now in the process yeah. of buying 20th Century Fox, so there is the potential No, that, that would ruin it. There, are, there is the potential. There is the yeah, potential. But I'm just imagining Magneto the being the bad guy and being like, oh, Iron Man. Captain America, thanks yeah. for the shield. Winter Soldier, you, that, what a also, nice arm. Remember, in the comics, one of the original Avengers is Wolverine. That is true. So it, Well, in the original comics, the Avengers are pretty much everyone. Yeah, I know. But I, what actually interests me about Infinity War is, you know, two of the stones, right? One's in Vision's fucking forehead. Uh, he doesn't die, though. No, true. And the but Mike and the other one is in Doctor Strange's little medallion that he wears, right? Mm. Do you know where the, the seventh one is? The orange one? The fa- uh, there's only five. Oh, wait, no, there's... Purple, green, blue, red, orange. That's it. Yellow. There's six. Is there six? Yeah, so there's there's mind, there's space, which is the blue one, power, which is the purple. Um, I don't know what red one is. Rage? Uh, Red is reality. Reality. Um, uh, Green is time, and orange is soul. soul. Yeah. Okay, so who has has number six? Well, this is the thing. So everyone's been asking that question. A lot of people... I feel like I know the answer. Everyone knows the answer. A lot of people believe that we'll find out in Infinity War. Mm. My theory is that most likely Thanos is probably... She's dizzy. She stood up. Uh, My theory is that Thanos has probably already got the soul stone. Because we haven't seen it, right? I think if one of the Avengers had it, we would have discovered it by now. With the soul stone, um... No, and this is just a theory. Yes. It's just a theory. Uh, Heimdall's eyes. Get this. Heimdall? Yeah, Heimdall. Heimdall, the only controls the Bifrost. But not only his eyes, though. In his metal chest piece, there is an orange gem. So That's all you need. Like, how does he have this power? How can he see... Everything have such vast specs against all of the other Asgardians Especially who have no actual qualities that are that grand. How does he own this power? Also, another he thing that hints that stone. also another thing that hints that out. Scourge does not have that power, and he is the gatekeeper when Thor yes. returns. There the is an Easter egg, I think, in Guardians Two, which does actually have the Soul Stone on like a screen somewhere, and it does. I think there's somewhere explaining where it might be. But for me, what I'm more curious about is if Loki does give the Tesseract to Thanos, which I'm kind of on the fence about whether or not he will or not. He's made deals with other great... Well, he's technically technically made a deal with... In the original Avengers, doesn't he actually make a deal with Thanos? Uh, Thanos is agent. Okay, anyway. He never never actually... My my question is, right, we know that Vision has got the yellow one in his head, Mm. right? And we know that Strange has got the green one, right? But we, and so far, from everything I've seen, right, 
in the trailers to suggest is that Thanos does not gain those two stones, at least within this one. So it could be that it takes... Maybe that at the end of this film he's finally got... He gets all of them and then the next film is the great big battle to end all battles. Yeah. Most of the Avengers die except for Tony and he breeds a new oh, group and, of Avengers. And, and also for height and Pre- tension... For height, for height and tension, he Thanos won't have everyone. all six. He'll have five. His corpse. And then <laughs> he gets the sixth one, puts it in oh. his gauntlet, and then does something... And nothing and happens. Th- no, 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 no. And, no, and something happens, and then whatever it is he's doing with the gauntlet is halted by something, and he loses the crystals. That's how they're going to play it out, is they're going to build up to this epic moment in which the power of the, inf- of the gauntlet is revealed, and then is immediately maybe, stopped before it gets out of hand. Maybe hand-out. Infinity War is a race to the Soul Stone. Uh, it's just a race to everything. Well, no, because we know that. Well, we don't know. There's a we know, mystery. We know from the trailer Thanos has got two, right? We know from the trailer Thanos he has got two. He will get two. Well, we know. It's, so it's... He, he gets the power. St- oh, he gets the. He should get the power and reality stone from the collector. Technically. We, we know he's got two because it's in the trailer. You can see it clearly. Was there a power in space? Eh? I, I'm not 100% sure. I Purple and blue? I haven't analysed it that much. Purple and blue? Um, Have you seen the new trailer? Oh, the new trailer. I don't yeah, know. the brand new trailer. The, the, the Tesseract. Tesseract, um, what? That was in the vaults. That one. Um, that was in Thor's vault. When yeah. Hela goes, uh, Hela and Loki goes took down. it. She's like, that's not bad. And that's the flame yeah, of Loki, that. Loki's got it. Because so, I was going to say, if that was still in there when um, Surtur arose and destroyed Asgard. No, Loki took it. Uh, Loki must have taken okay, it. Yeah. So but then again, when would he have but even if he did it. So when he goes down to grab Surtur's headpiece, he, he stops yeah. in the hallway and goes, ooh, and grabs it as well. But I think even if he did it, I, I don't think it would be able to be destroyed. The first time anyway. he does? Oh, is it when he's coming back, isn't it? Or yeah. something? Well, you good? Yeah. Jade's not saying much. <laughs> well, it's because this discussion doesn't yeah. concern a lot of her interests. Let's talk things. about oh, girly I, things! I, Makeup I, and clothing! Fuck off! I'm kidding, I'm sorry. Jade, Jade, no. li- Jade likes both of those things. Yep. I'm sorry. <laughs> Do it agree. I, 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 I was going to say earlier, one of my favourite parts from the Infinity War trailer is Peter Parker goes up to Doctor Strange and says, Hi, I'm Peter Parker. He's like, Doctor Strange. And he's like, Oh, we're oh, using our made up names. Yes. I'm Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was fantastic. But anyway, yeah. Steve I don't know about Infinity War. We'll see. It looks like another faceless army fighting against a bunch of heroes, so I don't know. I've, I've never I'm, I'm assuming if. Um, I've never been a fan. is involved, maybe Chitauri? Um. See, I've never been Maybe. a fan of the whole faceless army thing. It just kind of mm. seems boring to me. I'm really curious to see where... You've got, you got to at least, you know, meet the team. I'm <laughs> really curious fun. to see where Steve Rogers is now as a mm. character. You know, yeah, he's, 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 he's been beaten up. He's no longer Captain America. He's lost his identity. Who is he now? Doesn't Captain America have another name for when he goes... Uh, to a secret like a task force I'm not 100% sure but the directors have said that he's now going by Steve Rogers not Captain America oh okay, so, so he's not going by is, it, is, his ha- is his outfit black no ironically his outfit is still the Captain America outfit he's just not oh, going by the Captain no, America there's name. no red on the outfit it's only blue and what's grey what's Captain America's name it's like blue grey with the star in the middle mm, still. Yeah, like the red has been struck and that's almost kind of like a the patriotism and the representation of him as Captain America is gone. He's still yeah. the same guy, but it's just that alignment has been. Yeah. It's it, it's interesting in the first Infinity War trailer because um the Black Panther's just like again dismantled. Someone got dismantled. Which I which is going to be really interesting. Yes, yeah, yeah. What's the shield? Is the shield just going to be a plain shield, or do you think it will have something on it, or? 
Oh, his new yeah, his new shield. Oh, um, if I if because obviously I, I, I won't have the star. I, I didn't get a close look, but um, in a certain activation of the shield, um, there are almost like uh spikes on but the shields at the front. So I think he's going to be doing a lot of um, you know, punching hand to hand. And but he always did hand to hand combat anyway. Maybe, Maybe, Maybe he's that. possibly been trained by Black Panther, so now we're okay. going to see some a lot more... Uh, well, I'm assuming that yeah. him and Bucky would have been trained both by Wakandan mm. warriors. I think there's... True. In that field, in that, you know, field of war, Captain America, Black Panther, um, White Wolf, there's going to be a lot of very... Well, actually, what you don't... In, in, intense um, fist fights. What you don't yeah, realise is, from the first trailer, you don't get this impression, but from the second trailer, you get it. That what fight at Wakanda doesn't actually just have Captain America, Black Widow, Black Panther, and all that. Actually, Iron Man's there too. All of them are actually there. Well done, Michael. You are now spilling shit all over my carpet. Good thing this is live. I've got it. Um, He's got yes. it. Meanwhile, He's got it. meanwhile, let's move on. Meanwhile, at the at the of Doom. Let's move up my up up or down my list anyway of favorite films as we were going. Oh, oh yeah, Dark Knight. <laughs> so Dark Knight was the last one that we were talking about. Now we'll move on to more action. So ac- no, I've never been. Don't say expendable. Sh- no, fuck that. <laughs> I've never been a huge action movie buff, but I will say that both. Shush. I do like Die Hard. Okay. But it's. It's not aged amazingly. It's good though, mm-hmm. but my two favorite action films are probably Dread and Mad Max Fury Road. Which Dread? The fucking Carl Urban one. Okay. The newest. Mad Max Fury Road. I understand. Dread was very un- like uh, under is underrated. The right word. Dread was very underrated. Okay, yeah. Like but it's an they, amazing movie. they still need to make a sequel to that because it was just amazing. And it was expensive oh though, and because of the yeah. ratings, they're not gonna make it. Yeah, but it's yeah, no, it won't. It won't. Yeah, it's a shame. It's Carl Urban, he's a Kiwi playing Dredge. Yeah, but also Mad Max Free Road because I feel like, in some ways, I don't like it, but in terms of action, just action, I really do. So it's one of those contentious ones on my list of favorite films where it's so good because it's so specific, but on the other hand, it's eh because it doesn't do enough in terms of, like. I suppose story but it does that's the thing because again going back to the um, treating your audience as an intelligent viewer I've never f- seen a film that does it so much as that one because it doesn't it doesn't tell you jack shit at the start it's just like oh yeah except that these guys are here now and these guys do this and they do that and they yell this and spray chrome on their face for some reason there you go and it's just cool um, yes what else favorite films um, so um, yes me, me personally Scott Pilgrim Scott, you like, you know, I like Scott Pilgrim mm. that's oh. by far my favorite film it's a good one <laughs> my, my favorite scene hold on I'll come a little closer the vegan police the, uh, vegan, the police. vegan police no my favorite eggs, no my favorite scene right phone rings Wallace picks it up oh hey knives is yes. Scott here and yes. then he like opens the door and is like is Scott here you know what bang through the window he just, he just left and what you actually don't realise, I was explaining this to you yesterday, when Scott's hand reaches in to grab his jacket, notice his Wallace's head move with the movement of Scott's arm coming in the window to distract Knives' eye line from Scott's arm. It's, his head movements are perfectly in time with Scott's arm. Oh, yeah, that yeah. film is so intelligent. Like, yeah, the way, if, if the way, it's, they, they, the way it's built. someone behind the camera... Oh, I, I do love the vegan police part because like, yeah. milk and eggs... It's like, tomato is a vegan milk yeah. and eggs, but milk and, and then you put our uh, part in a plate of chicken parmesan... Chicken isn't vegan? Like, I mean, if you, of all the questions you could ask in the world, is ch- chicken isn't vegan. Oh, no, he made that sarcastic. Well, he knew that. I, I know, I know, that. but like, come on, dude. Um, May I also say, I did like this particular scene. We have 
Blueberry, raspberry, uh, ginseng, sugar, green tea, green tea with lemons, green tea with lemon yes. and honey, little disaster, ginger with honey, ginger without honey, vanilla almond, white chocolate, blueberry, chamomile, vanilla walnut, cotton, common, and Earl Grey. They don't have very, they actually have some of those. I'm very proud of you for remembering that list. Uh, See, it's my um, favorite movie. The best kind of tea is Roy. It's the only movie I've watched with commentary on. There's a very, there's a very similar scene in A Family Guy where Brian walks into Stewie's room and Stewie's writing right. a song for the baby. And Brian's Suzanne like, Roxanne Penny. Yeah, and, and Brian's just like, wow, a song named after a girl. There aren't already a million of those. And Stewie goes, name 20. And he lifts off 20. And then he's yeah, like, yeah. Name, name six more. Name six more. And he names off the next six. And he's like, name five more. Name five more. And he lifts off five. And then he like, slams the guitar down and he goes, fuck off or something along those lines. <laughs> fuck you, you douche. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost like people are in love. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I'm, like, I'm fairly certain all of us have written a love it's song. It's almost like, thing. yeah, I've, I've written like 12. I think I've written <laughs> two. It's almost like human beings want to express their love to someone in a, in a specific way that it will b- become timeless. Hmm. Well, me, I've written two. One about a girl, the other one, I can't remember. It wasn't about a girl. It was about a man. No! <laughs> Fuck you! No, it was and there a is there. Are you against the gays? TM? I'm definitely not against the gays. By all means, if it you're was happy, about you were loving them. It was about a woman. It was about a whammon. Whammon. A man loves a woman! Get a good feeling of greetings and salutations there as you get up off the couch. Yeah, look at those air bubbles. Yep. Audience, you are lucky! No, you are unlucky! You don't have a camera! No, they are so lucky. Yeah. I, you know, I think we should leave I, it. I love how halfway through the sentence you, you're still, you know, downwards. And then you're like, oh, I think, I think, I think. Yes, I think we should end the episode here. Thank you very much for listening to the second episode of the Have You Met Ted podcast. Yes. I'm, I did not get to the end of my list. He has been Jared Hayden. We have been his nutty yeah, friends. I, I thank been... you and good night, you sacks of beautiful people. I think Michael wants to say something. Yes, come back for part two and you may or may not find out if we no, get the Infinity three, Stones. Part three. <laughs> three. Yes, three. But part two of me being here. Hopefully. Thank you for listening. <laughs>